So, hello and welcome. Uh, today I'm speaking with author Tim Wilde on the subject of Atlantis Rising. Now, Tim is an expert in the field of ascension and spiritual progression. Uh, Tim, along with Diana Cooper, has co-authored the book The Archangel Guide to Ascension. And uh, today we're speaking on one of his favourite subjects, Atlantis Rising. So, um, Tim, welcome to you. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me back on. Oh, it's a pleasure. I loved the last uh, chat we had, so uh, it was back, it, really. It went really well, and um, I'm I'm very honoured to be talking about this subject. I mean, like like we discussed before, it's Atlantis is a vast, vast subject. So I'll be I'll be covering what I would consider very kind of like pertinent bullet points this morning. So yeah, yeah. Let's let's get rolling. Let's go. <laughs> well, okay. Well, just to, to cast the kind of net wide can you just give us a brief history of atlantis from your from your perspective from my perspective right from my perspective atlantis was a continent or i mean i'll use the words experiment that existed for 260,000 years steve um as far as our information serves us it was the start of physical life as we know it in the bodies that we have and it it ran as going right back to the very start there was a clarion call that was placed throughout the universe by the intergalactic council who would who were requiring souls to come to planet earth in its 3d form and set up this atlantean experiment basically starting from scratch with very little tools on the surface of planet earth within within the designated zone <clears throat> and the idea was was to set up a, a spiritual community that would achieve the highest vibration possible underneath the circumstances so if you see what I mean, there was, there was groups of souls who were coming to Earth and their intention was to live on planet Earth, which was very solid and had a very 3D environment at this particular time. And they were building from scratch to raise their vibration as high as possible. Now, over the 260,000 year period, there were five separate experiments. Each time Atlantis became, it flourished and it became... Um, evolved and, and people achieved what they want, wanted to achieve, something went wrong and the energy spiralled downhill and the Intergalactic Council designated that it would be scrapped and started again. Now, as you can imagine, this was very challenging for the souls that incarnated there and and for the for the purposes of everybody that are listening at the moment almost every single person who's currently on planet earth apart from the very very new children yeah. have all had at least one lifetime in atlantis so this is why these cellular memories occur this is why people feel the call or the pull back to back to the atlantean times now what I would like to focus on is a 1,500-year period that occurred in the fifth and the final experiment. Now, for as far as our planetary evolution is concerned, this wasn't actually that long ago. It's about, you know, 12 to 15,000 years ago, which, considering how long Earth has existed and life on Earth has existed in whatever form, it really is very, it's a very, very short time. Now, for 1,500 years during during this this last golden period the high priests and the priestesses and the 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 lovely people of atlantis managed to achieve 
a fifth dimensional vibration. They managed to focus their spirituality. They managed to evolve on a societal level. Their technology was amazing. And they reached the peaks of a physical vibration in, in the bodies that they had, very much like we're doing at the moment. Yeah. And um, they maintained it. And they maintained it for 1,500 years, 1,500 years. During that period of time, we had use incredible access to crystal technology. The whole of Golden Atlantis was run on crystal technology. And society ran very, very smoothly. Their vibrations was were as high as they possibly could be in a physical body at this time. Now, this is, mo this is the period of time which... I consider, um, and and Diana has written about this as well, this is a period of time that a blueprint for our current ascension process was established. This is why I consider it so important, because what they did then, we are recreating now. What they essentially did was pave the way for our ascension process. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So, um, and obviously at the end of this period, um, something occurred and and the technology the light the information that the atlanteans had had together kind of manifested somebody chose to use that for selfish purposes and again for the final time the energy spiraled downhill this is when atlantis sank for the fifth and the fifth and the final time yeah. now it didn't end there Okay, now when this when Atlantis sank ten to twelve thousand years ago, you know, like the, there's the, the the dates roughly at ten thousand years ago, Atlantis sank for the fifth and the final time. That was not the end of the experiment. There was a winding down period of ten thousand years, which actually concluded on the twenty first of December twenty twelve, which was the cosmic moment. Yeah. That is when the experiment was completely concluded, as far as the intergalactic council and the people that had organised it was concerned. Yeah. And we moved into the next era, the golden era, the era that we're now moving through on the ascension process. So the two roll into each other very, very nicely. And um, what I'm hoping to focus on this, um, you, we mentioned in the pre-chat that a lot of people remember the, the fall, yeah. which was obviously incredibly traumatizing. This is kind of where people... Um, quite often we'll have a cellular memory that is, is associated with bad memories of water or explosions or they will have had memories brought back to them involuntarily through their own their own processing or given back to them by, by soul readers where they will be almost holding responsibility for what happened on a negative level. Mm. And I've considered it my job since I've started doing what I'm doing to actually kind of dispel that side of it and focus on the very very positive side of atlantis this 1500 year period where we all had at least one lifetime and established a mastery blueprint for ourselves yeah. which is actually an incredible spiritual feat to achieve in a physical body at that particular period of time so and in and in doing so i've actually uncovered a lot of memories for myself um i've remembered several you know really right you know, it's, it's it's lovely to look at it because it's just the 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 memories are almost as it is i can't i can't differentiate between now and yesterday if you see what i mean that's right. that's how that's how clear the memories are yeah 
And the majority of the Ascension tools and the work that I've brought through have all been associated with that particular lifetime in Atlantis that I had as a high priest. So it's very, very important to me. I mean, other people have different spectrums of association and importance. But for me, it was incredibly poignant to my current Ascension process and what I'm going through at the moment and the work that I've brought through for people to be using and that that that's if you look at my website www.timworld.com there's a lot of tools and a lot of information there which can be very effectively used now to to promote the ascension process raise your levels of energy and vibration but they a lot you know the template of them was formulated in atlantis yeah i mean that template is available to us now and this is part of the work you're doing is connecting i guess people to that blueprint of gold yeah Atlantis. yeah i mean funny enough i mean it's it's kind of how the whole thing is rolling out anyway this is something that people are they're doing it themselves and possibly not even realizing that they're doing it this it's a master blueprint i mean obviously we're all individuals going through the ascension process and we're all finding different ways of doing it this is my particular slant on doing it. This is something that I've found works very, very effectively. And, of course, there's a lot of people that do have these cellular memories of Atlantis and have been very drawn back to it. And because of the importance, I believe, of moving away from the kind of the, the negative aspects of the fall and what went wrong and people feeling guilty or, or having, you know, actual experiences in in real time where they've reconnected with that energy and almost experienced the bad side of it again what i've focused on is reconnecting them to the good side and in that case well when you reconnect to that energy time and space becomes irrelevant you you re-immerse with that timeline very very rapidly and it enables us to reach in grab an energy that was very very positive and bring it through and establish it in this lifetime now yeah can you say something about some of the gifts and tools available for people now that they can kind of pull back into this lifetime? Well, it's it's one of the one of the things that is always available. One of the things that are always available are the master lifetimes that that people have had when they've served in a spiritual form previously in other incarnations. It doesn't matter whether it's in Atlantis or whether it's in another format. It's it the, this is. This is found and accessed via your soul star chakra, we've discovered, as we're working with the higher chakras on the ascension process. Now, the soul star chakra is found six inches above the top of the head, and I almost consider it um, a sp- uh, like a storage locker for your spiritual heritage. And in previous meditations, I've had the opportunity to take people into the soul star chakra so they can reaccess their master lifetimes now anybody can do this mm. if you're working with your higher chakras if you're working with the 12 chakras that are now basically part of our our ascended makeup and everybody has got this ascended makeup that we're working with at the moment you can reach in and you can reaccess your your master lifetimes your blueprint and just for for quite a long period of time i've been working with that ascension blueprint from atlantis because it is so effective mm. at raising our vibration very very rapidly so mm. that's how it's been done <laughs> okay so a lot of people are on this ascension path now but not everyone is kind of looking back to atlantis to not at all no yeah. i mean just one particular point of focus because i think what inspired me to 
really look into it was because it was it was my personal wake up that was completely based around Atlantis when I personally um, and I was I was already awake. I mean, you know, I'd been friends with Diana Cooper for a considerable period of time, but I, I don't know whether I mentioned it in the last talk or not. I went through a, a huge life change in two thousand and eight. Yeah. And at the, you know, while I was sat there, kind of re-establishing why this had occurred to me, because I, you know, my life was just changed overnight. Basically, I was living back at my mother's with all of my clothes in bin liners, wondering what had hit me, kind of thing, and. Um, mm-hmm. This was at the point where Dinah kind of turned around and said, look, I'm receiving information about you that's very important. You were a high priest in Atlantis and the work that you were doing then is coming back through now. You are reestablishing this blueprint in your physical lifetime as Tim Wilde. Mm. Um, so, you know, what what you did then is now very important to now because, it's it, yeah, the first tool I was given back was the Blue Star Seal of Atlantis. This is what Archangel Michael presented to me one day. I was sat meditating in, in my, my, my new bedroom around at my mother's house in 2008, and he appeared to me in, in my bedroom in front of me. I could see him clearly within my third eye. I could almost reach out and touch him. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, you've got to stop calling on me to do all your stuff. I'm... I'm I love you. I love you dearly. Of course, I'll protect you if you need me to do. But you need to take um, responsibility for your own ascension process. You need to do this stuff yourself. And he said, "This is your blue star seal of Atlantis. It belonged to you in Atlantis when you were a high priest there." And he gave it back to me by placing it within my soul star chakra, mm. six inches above my head. And I then watched as the energy cascaded around me in this bright blue form, and almost the only way to describe it is seal me in a cocoon of energy which kept my vibration fifth dimensional regardless of what was going on around me which was the first piece of work that i wrote down and then that diana cooper put out on her blog in 2013 so it's Mm. it was the first it was the first piece that came back to me and it was the first piece that was released as an introduction to what i'm here to do so it was very important Right. I know you're also connected with Thoth, the Atlantean. Is um, Thoth someone that a lot of people are also connected with, or not so many people? I personally believe that the, I mean the, the name Thoth is incredibly well known in Atlantis and in in ancient Kem. Um, but I I believe that Thoth is a soul comprising of many different lifetimes. I'm having one of those lifetimes at the moment which is then adding to the the overall pool of 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 knowledge and wisdom that is accumulated within the thoth soul do you see where i'm coming from yeah it's a name it's names to describe individuals are sometimes they've you know like human beings have got to put names with energies a lot of the time to kind of explain to themselves what they're receiving but a lot of the time we only receive a tiny aspect of what is actually a vast vast energy so Um, There was a high priest who lived in Atlantis during the Golden Era who went by the name of Toth or um, the the name I received was Teotome at the time. Mm. Um, But, I mean, you know, it's it's almost like Chinese whispers when people start receiving information because it goes through your own filter and your your own spectrum. But this is what I personally have brought through. And I was also told by by several different sources who who were unconnected with each other. So... Mm. It's, it's, you know, but 
almost on a on a name level it's it's slightly irrelevant it's the energy and the work and the information that are important to our current processes at the moment so this is what i've been focusing on and um it's just it was incredible at the time that the blue star seal of atlantis belongs to thoth in atlantis back in back in the good old days and this was now being reused i'm I'm now using this again for the same intent and purposes that it was used for you know, fifteen thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah. well, can you say something about the blue star? What uses do you? What, what uses do you put it to? Right. Well, if I want, if I activate my blue star seal, which I do most mornings, it's because I am wishing to maintain a fifth dimensional frequency wherever I go. Yeah. Now I could be going to Tesco's, which might be full of stressed out people who have have not got particularly light, high, and fine vibrations. Now. If I walk in there with my blue star seal active, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because I'm managing to maintain my own biosphere of energy during during my visit. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, but in the process sure. of doing so, in maintaining my fifth dimensional biosphere of energy, I am also positively affecting the other people around me because they are rising to my vibration as opposed to the other way around, which is something which has commonly affected light workers predominantly you know from the second they wake up or or realize that they're sensitive beings as people with light high fine vibrations can really struggle in dense environments well yeah. this was just one way of effectively turning the tables and allowing me to maintain my light and my vibration and put it in a in a format where i can leave the house and actually be so bright so light and so high in frequency that everything else around me can rise to my vibration instead of the other way around which is usually the way it's been when people go out and they're sensitive and they struggle with these dense frequencies and it's just one way of doing it i mean being a very useful way a very useful tool it worked like an absolute charm steve it really did it (laughs) is that in the archangel guide to ascension i think it is now the interesting part about it was when archangel michael returned this gift to me in 2008 one of the first things that he said to me frustratingly enough was you cannot release this information until i give you the nod now i uh, the, the first thing i did was i verified it with diana i said look i've got to talk to somebody about this i can't just com- completely keep it a secret and he said no obviously diana is is you know you you, you are a team you've been what you're going to be working together you, you can speak to her you can trust us kind of thing because she's on she's on your page if you know what i mean so yeah. i went and said i went I, I didn't go to work immediately that morning i went straight to diana and i said look i've received something which i would consider very important but can you verify it for me to just to check that i'm not going completely bonkers because obviously i've just been through quite um quite a life change and you know this this is this is intense stuff and she checked the blue star seal within my fields and said this is absolutely authentic i can see it and i can feel it myself and it was at that point she started receiving more information about me from archangel metatron and that was the start of the Atlantean adventure, but like I said, the idea behind it was we couldn't tell anybody about this Atlantean technology until the collective frequency on Earth had risen high enough for it to be released to everybody else. Yeah, You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. Because that, one of the main things that happened at the fall of Atlantis was the the tools, the technology, the energies, the information 
they were removed as as earth went into a 10,000 year dark period you know that 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 period that we've just been through for for 10,000 years where the third dimension has been thoroughly explored but we've done it in a very limited form we've done it with seven chakras and we've done it very disconnected from source and also we had a lot of our a lot of our spiritual gifts and our knowledge and our information almost just hidden away from us until we were ready to receive it again which in 1987 at the start of the harmonic convergence that's when the energy started returning because the light was returning to earth in readiness for the ascension process right. that's that's it's um it's all happened in kind, kind of a very set up premeditated and chronological order so yeah. if you can you can see how it's all panned out yeah well um you, you said that the the experiment of atlantis has kind of been wound up in 2012 is that experiment completely finished or is there is there a kind of reignition of atlantis in a sense that particular aspect of the experiment the the atlantean experiment has completely concluded and it concluded as the third dimension on earth ended we're now in the fourth dimension we're in a completely different era now um and obviously the the game plan is to take the earth and all of the inhabitants on it through the ascension process in in a in a very rapid and short space of time to be perfectly honest with you And we're using information and knowledge and templates and gifts and wisdom that we already have under our belts. Otherwise, we'd be we'd, we'd be flying blind. Effectively, we'd be doing this job without. Do, do you see where I'm coming from? It's like we've yeah. come down here to do a very specific job at this particular point in time, and we're all very well equipped for for this job. Even though the world out there might appear to be quite a daunting place at the moment, there's a lot of changes going on, but there's also a lot of very very positive things ha- happening. Mm. Um, particularly on a on a, an ascending level, the human beings that are are awake and spiritually evolving on planet Earth at this particular period of time are making incredibly fast moving progress. I mean, far faster than I would have predicted four years ago when I knew this was really starting. Mm. The kind of the, the the curve is colossal. The actual amount of light that we're integrating, the amount of open hearts that are 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 popping up literally everywhere all around the globe it's happening at a, an incredible rate and mm. um, this is the positive thing but with this occurs change you know to 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 re-establish um what i would can you know but what we're looking for is almost a recreation of atlantis in its best and most glorious time but without any of the potential mistakes to be made because we've already made mistakes mistakes were made to be learned and and moved on from and the fact that there will be no third dimensional matrix vibration for for human beings to kind of fall back into it's almost like that that era is done and gone there is no more third there's no more third dimension to fall back into again this is all forward moving and very very positive all we're doing is actually collapsing effectively um the old matrix constructions that we can move into this bright fresh clear energy but it just feels and seems sometimes to people to be quite you know quite an oppressive period because there is so much work to be done and there is so much change happening you see what i mean it's easy to fall into the fear patterning because that fear patterning is available in actual fact what we're doing is moving forward very very quickly 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. In terms of the ascension process, uh, the planet's in the fourth dimension. Where do do you see it kind of hitting the fifth? I mean, some parts may already be in the fifth, I suppose. Absolutely, Steve. Yeah, I mean, mean, there's 7.4 billion people roughly on this planet at the moment. Now, wherever you've got somebody holding a fifth dimensional vibration, that area is fifth dimensional. Right. Because... The, our our capacity to light up our surroundings is is what is making this this ascension process move so quickly. Um, the power of an open heart is one of the most powerful forces on the whole of the face of the planet. So, once you've got somebody who's awake, once you've got somebody who's resonating at a high vibration, and they have control of that vibration, you know, one of the things that we used to be taught in Atlantis was vibrational. you know is how to control our energy how to maintain frequency and vibration so this is something we're relearning to do again very rapidly is to raise that light and hold it not just hold it for five minutes and then kind of go back to our old patterns again Mm. and where these fifth dimensional pockets are being maintained the vibration is becoming very well established and we're finding that there are like you said very high-frequency pockets and other pockets that are moving through the change process that are being cleared and the density is being released from the land, the karma's being done in what, you know, it's been worked through in whatever way is appropriate, and then the people are going through the wake-up process themselves. So it's a staggered affair. It's happening in as fast a time as possible, but remembering that people have got to wake up and they've got to do so in their own time. Otherwise, it's it's it's... it's too jarring for the soul so to speak yeah. got a, a meditation for our listeners so um indeed yeah i'll, I'll let now, you chat about that now this is a meditation i wrote last year and it is based on my own personal memories of atlantis there's there's two that i wrote last year one is actually on the second cd the archangel guide to enlightenment cd which accompanies the new book that diana and i wrote last year or this year, it was released this year in in February 20, 2016. Um, but this one is one that I haven't released yet on audio. This is called Temple of the Inner Sun, and it revisits a temple that many of the listeners will be familiar with because when we, when we spend time in a place in a previous lifetime that is dear to our heart or added a lot of light to our soul at that particular time, those memories don't go away. They they are ingrained within our cellular structure. So the idea of this is to trigger a memory. Now, for those who are listening, it's not vital whether you associate with this particular memory or not. If you don't remember it, it doesn't matter. What is important is that you are reconnecting your energy with that particular period of time because it allows a doorway to open with a big flood of positive energy coming through. So it's like we're reaching in and reclaiming light which is waiting waiting for us so whenever when you're ready i'm going to start reading through this steve yeah ready when you are Tim. yeah okay well, this is called temple of the inner sun so if you just everybody listening just relax breathe deeply and see yourself surrounded by pure iridescent golden light And breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and just allow your bodies to fully and completely relax. 
just feel this powerful light, which is the gold ray of Christ washing through every cell of your being. Allow it to wash through your physical, mental, emotional and spiritual bodies. As you begin to brighten very rapidly, be aware that this ninth dimensional download is releasing any density that you may have within your energetic matrix. And just focus on your breath. And beautiful golden dragons are joining you. These are solar dragons created from the fires of Helios. And they are here to take anything that is available that you wish to give away or be rid of and return it immediately to source. Invite them into your bodies and fields and ask them to take your energies to the highest level possible. See the dragons moving clockwise and anti-clockwise around you in beautiful spirals of energy. And just allow yourself to completely relax as the dragons do this gentle but powerful clearing work. And soon with every breath you become a chalice of complete purity. And once again focusing upon your breathing, every in-breath and every out-breath you are now becoming more connected with the light of your heart centre. It is pure white but mixed with radiant gold. Just feel this expanding. You are your heart and your heart is you. <clears throat> and as this connection is growing and deepening, your inner vision and your reality is starting to change. And you are on a boat now, out at sea, floating gently towards a sandy shore. The boat is sturdy but simple and it is guided by a current that flows and ebbs around you. The sun above you shines warm and brightly. The sky is blue and the water deep and crystal clear. As you are floating towards the shore, you see a figure dressed in bright orange standing there ready to greet you. On the front of his robe is the symbol of a golden sun. You are moving directly towards him and you can see that he is smiling at you. You even get the impression that he may be drawing your boat towards him with the power of his mind. And your boat touches the shore and he helps you out onto the soft warm sand. As your feet touch the beach, you see that your body is also surrounded by robes of the same design. The material is comfortable, loose-fitting and perfect for the heat of the day. 
this man introduces himself to you as Master Vuzlu, a high priest of Golden Atlantis. As he turns to lead you up the beach, you see a bright flash of gold coming from his aura. The light he emits is clearly visible. And you now walk together side by side and he welcomes you back to the island of Poseidon. Now the island of Poseidon was the home to many great priests and priestesses of the Atlantean era. And you were one of them. Today he explains that you are returning to the south side of the island to experience the power of your own internal light. And walking together you move through some eucalyptus groves and you reach a pure white marble pathway. The pathway starts to wind itself gently uphill and after a short climb you are introduced to the most incredible sight. The building in front of you is a crystal pyramid shining brightly in the sun. Four golden orbs circle above the peak high in the air, reflecting light into the top of the pyramid. The technology here is clearly greatly advanced. And prompted by Master Vuslu, you now enter a doorway. The inside of the pyramid is filled with lush plants and water features and souls dressed in orange move about their various tasks, tending to different jobs. There seems to be no rush or hurry. Everything is done with divine reverence. And with Vuzlu, you start to walk up some winding crystal stairs. And you are moving through the floors of the interior to the top of the pyramid. The upper levels appear to be accommodation, each room looking out upon the sea or island landscape with a magnificent view. Near the top of the pyramid is a golden walkway leading to a chamber that is directly under the apex. And prompted by Vuzlu, you enter a sacred room. He explains to you that the pyramid is the temple of the inner sun and that the room you are in is the inner light synthesis chamber. When you have a look around and it is a simple room with four crystal sides allowing perfect 360 degree vision all around you. You are high above the sea level and the view is stunning. The island of Poseidon, Atlantis, lies behind you. And the sea stretches out in front, the sun creating golden sparkles all around. And Lord Vuzlu invites you to be seated in the centre of the room now. Your chair is comfortable and very relaxed. And the armrests have crystal for you to place your hands upon at the end. And as you make contact with this crystal, it turns into a cool liquid reshaping around your hands. Now, Lord Vuzlu bids you to relax 
close your eyes fully and bring your attention to your heart center once again. And as you move your focus, you feel every cell of your body starting to light up with vibrating cosmic light. The apex of the pyramid is drawing in pure light codes and vibrations from far away stellar constellations. And you may become aware of the soft trickles of these codes starting to mix and merge with the cells of your body. And there are hints of all different star systems here, so tune in now to the bright blue healing light of the Pleiades. The golden Christed light of Lyra. The pure white luminosity of Orion. The deep and wide ascension knowledge of Sirius. the technological mar marvels of Arcturus, and the unconditional love, love of Andromeda. And also the ascended aspects of all our own planetary system, most prominently the ninth dimensional light of the galactic spiritual suns, Helios and Vesta. There may be others that come to you also. So just be open and ready to receive this divine flow of light. And just allow and feel all of these light codes integrating and activating the blueprint for your ascended cosmic master self. As you begin to glow brighter and brighter, feel the vestiges of your fourth veil of amnesia starting to completely dissolve. And as you move further and deeper into this cosmic flow of light, you become aware of the fact that all of this light is already an intricate part of your soul matrix. The connections to all corners of the multiverse have always been within you. So feel this deepest integration allowing your light to now expand all boundaries of conscious reality. At this moment, right now, you are all that is. And all that is, is you. Now still aware of where you are, you now hear Vuslu's voice speaking to you through your meditative state. Beloved Master of Light, you have now walked the length of your initial ascension pathway. Much has been learned, much has been experienced and much has been achieved. You are now in a reality where you are embracing who you truly are, your ego dissolving and your heart opening like a pure white rose. 
This is your choice, your journey, to represent your facet of galactic light in the celebration of Earth's ascension. Take this vibration, this cosmic inner light, back to your reality. For wave three of the ascension process is about to begin. Now you slowly bring your attention back to your heart center. Every cell glowing. And Fusu greets you with a smile. And leaving the pyramid with Master Vosley, you realize you have been part of an everyday activation for the priesthood of Atlantis. Light was embraced and maintained daily during the golden era. And soon after a short walk, you are back upon the beach once again. And just before you leave, Vuzlu hands you a gift. Placing his hand upon your stellar gateway chakra a meter above your head, you feel a current of his light running down through your chakra system, down through your soul star, six inches above the top of your head. Your causal, just above your crown, your crown itself, your third eye, your throat, your heart, your solar plexus, your navel, your sacral, your base, and down your legs and into your earth star below the soles of your feet, all lit up and fully activated. Just take a few moments to feel, sense and see this before bidding Boosley thanks and farewell and return to your boat floating on the bright warm sea. When you are ready, grounded and glowing, open your eyes and return to where you are sat.